Welcome back, guys. Episode 9. I'm Dylan. That's Guardian. And we're going to talk some All-Star Game. And play Griffin to the Nets. And if we have time, I'm ripping these refs. <laughs> <laughs> refs have done nothing wrong. They've yeah. done lots of wrong. But it's, okay, it's not they entirely their fault. Yeah. Alright, so uh, All-Star Game. I want to talk a little bit about uh, how the draft went to yes. start. Uh, t- Kevin Durant got pretty much screwed from the get-go. It was the, the the draft was not set up correctly. The fact that uh, one Kevin Durant wasn't playing, and then also got second pick, which was essentially third pick because LeBron is playing. LeBron's on the team. Yeah, yeah. and then got a, got his first pick, who he wanted, and then also and then they go through the first round, and Kevin Durant gets the last two remaining starters. Like, he was just, like, right out the get-go, he got boned. Don't get injured next time. Yeah. (laughs) You'll have KD on your team. That's the bigger, that's the biggest thing, is I don't think they should have had him even just, like, drafting the team. It's just, it made it a little bit unfair. Um, But. The GM. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing, also, that he picked, so Kevin Durant picked Kyrie Irving first, obviously, because it's his teammate. They need to do something about that because... Because that screwed him, too. Yeah, exactly. You got Giannis and Steph, those, those two picks, because you knew he was going to pick Kyrie. Exactly. Literally, yeah. He... I mean, they, if you have a, a teammate in the All-Star game, they, I think you should just get him on your team. Because you know they're going to pick him first, and it just... Because LeBron couldn't pick Anthony Davis because he was hurt, and also he wasn't a starter anyway, but... Yeah. It kind of just... It, it basically just messed up the whole thing, and that's why we saw the lopsided score that we did. Yeah, that yeah, the team was broken. I, you just look at that team, and it was just like... Someone with basketball knowledge drafted the other team. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and then it was, the, it was the same thing in the reserve round. Kevin Durant first pick, James Harden. Yeah. He's got the biggest teammate. He did. He did get I mean, yeah, Le- LeBron's no, first no pick in Dame. You're talking about LeBron's reserves were better than like Kevin Durant's starters. Yikes. It was it was tough. LeBron's team was ridiculous. They, they made the All Star game. Oh, they yeah. made it fun to watch. Kevin Durant's the team. Durant was just. It was. Uh, if it wasn't for Steph and Dame, that game was unwatchable. You think so? I, I liked Giannis. Yeah, Giannis too. I forgot about Giannis. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was I thought it was hilarious that <laughs> the last two guys to go, and I, technically the last three guys because Conley got put on later were Jazz players, and LeBron just goes, "Yeah, nobody likes the Jazz." Is basically what he said, <laughs> and it's it's true. I mean, it's not really the players' fault. I think a lot of the players hate playing in Utah. Like, they just don't like Utah, so they don't like the Jazz. Yeah. So I think that's probably what it was, but I thought that was hilarious. I don't know. There's, there, was a, there was a lot wrong with how the teams were picked. I mean, when, you, when you're actually going down the line and you see the two Jazz players being picked last, it's ironic because, you know, they are the first they, they are the first seed in the West. But you also kind of look you, and it's like... Yeah, you, then you look at the roster and you're like, oh, yeah. That makes okay. sense. There's just, just some good players, man. Yeah. <laughs> It was. It's. There was a. I mean, just a lot going on there. Um, you want to just. You want to get into the actual game. You want to talk about the. Uh, like the. What do I call the, the mini games first. The skills and stuff. I never uh, watched the skills. The skill. It's really lame. They could. I think it used to be better. They used to make them do more passes and more stuff. But it's like, they have to do one layup, one chess pass, and then shoot a three. Yeah. Like I think they used to do like a bounce pass and like a chess pass and then layup and then shoot and do something else and they would time it or something. That's always kind of boring, but it's a bonus one. Go some bonus, yeah. Big R- guys. Root for the little guy. The, the big little guy? Well, I meant like the little guy yeah, no, and like did. how he got into the All-Star game. but then Steph Curry reminded everybody again <laughs> that he's the best shooter on the planet. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what did he, he score, 31 in the three-point contest? In the first, his first round? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. You they, watch everyone else, you're like, oh, man, they did pretty good. And then yeah. Steph's like, spot, 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 spot. Mm-hmm. I love it, and the, I love how he won it all too. And the very last shot that he needed to yeah. clinch, bro, got that clutch gene in him. That part was exciting. The, the skills competition is, uh, I, I, it's, it's. They don't even like really try. Like they're like jogging kind of Dude, through it, Luca. and it makes sense. You don't really want to like, you don't want to go a hundred percent and like sprint through this and potentially hurt yourself. And you don't really need to be doing that. That you know that 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 type of effort in the three point, and I guess you do in the dunk contest, but yeah, not quite the same. Skill competition's gotta go. They gotta replace it with something yeah, else. Dude, if they did like one on ones, bro, that'd be sweet. But I don't think they'll ever they'll do that. Just I don't think so. Because the people who lose are gonna take a hit. Yeah, <laughs> I would. That would be awesome for everybody else to watch. Just it's a couple one on ones. Just like, like, could you imagine a Damon Step one on one? That would be fun to watch, bro. <laughs> that would be insane. 
Yeah, they really did take over. Um, the would you uh so the the dunk contest that's getting a lot of flack. Everyone's saying worst dunk contest ever, and it's just so boring. And I don't know. I got a different view on it. Uh, I I didn't I didn't like that it was at halftime because it really like the end of the first half ended on like a couple of big threes, and it was like oh man, this game's crazy. They're doing crazy stuff, and then it was like kind of took away from that momentum, and then it was these three guys that. If you're a casual basketball fan, you probably have never heard of. Mm. And so it's just these guys you've never heard of, and you're like, hmm, I don't even know what team these guys are on, whatever. I guess we'll watch. <laughs> and then Cassius Stanley goes first, and he does a between-the-legs dunk, which which is cool for anybody to do that, but it's like it's been done so many times. Yeah. And then, then he throws down just like a normal dunk after he couldn't make his second one. Obi Toppin, I feel, he, he did some cool dunks. He he used his hand a little bit to leverage himself, but it was still a cool dunk with that windmill over two people. And then yeah, that was nasty. And then Anthony Simons, I like I like I see I watch him all the time in games, and he I think he has like one dunk on the year. He's just an outside scorer, and he's he's mm-hmm. really good at it. I did not know he could jump like that. He's six <laughs> three. The dude almost kissed the rim. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, holy. I I like the 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 twelve the twelve foot dunk where he grabs it from up there. Dude got. Up, yeah, that got, was nuts. Twelve feet is like, insane. My God, like, and that was like he like dunked it firmly too. It wasn't like he like barely like got up there. He like gripped it and just dropped it down. That's like me jumping that high. That's yeah. how I was like, I I was stunned. I didn't know he had the bounce like that. Yeah, that was he. I, I he did really well. The, the thing about the dunk contest is the majority. It, it's hard because the majority of like the craziest dunks have been done. It's we've, so we've sort of hit a cap on it, and it's like, yeah, people want to say, you know, say it's boring because it wasn't, you know, not everyone is Zach Levine or Aaron. I was Gordon. about to say they spoiled us bad. Yeah, they did, and they, <laughs> like, they were, they were like, you know, ahead of their time with that. They were just doing some crazy stuff, and then, um, I mean, even Obi Toppin did the same thing. He did like a through the legs, like almost from the free throw. Yeah, that was the, you know, that that was crazy when Zach Levine did it, and he, oh. but he also made it up at like on the fly. But. Oh, that, yeah, the one where he bounced it. And like caught it through his legs. That and, was nasty. Yeah, they were even saying they're like, man, that would have been a fifty if I didn't see Zach Levine do it in a layup line earlier this week. And I was like, <laughs> dang, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's the other thing. Yeah. And there's like, and even like social media, there's like people that just do like dunk competitions that can do just crazy dunks oh, yeah. that aren't. They don't have like any other. They're not obviously good ba- as good basketball players. It'd be cool to see them. But yeah. But uh, dude, and I, I'm dude, Kenny Smith is so annoying on these things. Every <laughs> dunk, that's a fifty. That's a fifty. There's no way that's a 50, not a fifty. I'm like, dude, not every dunk can be a fifty. Okay, you gotta. I think they gotta fix how they score that because everybody disagrees on like every dunk. Yeah. I think I liked how they did the last round where they picked the dunk. They didn't rate them. Yep. They picked it. Mm-hmm. I think if they just did like a little tournament like that mm-hmm. where like this guy versus this guy and they picked, it would go better. Yeah. Because no the scoring ratings. is like, if you give a fifty in the first round. The better dunks are going to be later in the, the thing, and you're going to have to give them a 50. Right. And it's it screws up the whole scoring. And that's yeah, that's the whole scoring system thing. And it, it's I've I've never I've always hated I've always hated that when they would always give straight tens across the board and things like that. And then then you see another dunk and it's like oh straight that was even better because you like, tens and yeah. And then but then you know then you if you rate them truly and you give someone a nine then you get ripped like Dwayne Wade did. Yeah. And Dwayne Wade stands by it still to this day, and I applaud him for it. He's like yeah, don't give everything a ten. Not everything's a ten. Exactly. Exactly. Be honest. I, which one did he give a 10 to? Dwayne Wade? Yeah. I, was it Aaron Gordon? Or, I mean, a 9. He, he, yeah, he gave the 9 to Aaron Gordon, and that's... You know, Aaron Gordon, like, hates him to this day for it. <laughs> so salty over the dunk competition. <laughs> He's got to be, by the far, the best player to... The best dunk contest participant to not win. Yeah. Because he shows out both every time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. No, it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. The dunk contest can only, you know... It's, it, you, it's, it's, hard to be, it's hard to be original now. It's hard to be original and have a good dunk. I think, like, you see a lot of these guys on YouTube and stuff that are doing those crazy dunks, and it's like, that's what they do. They literally just practice that. NBA players, they got to play to win games. Yeah. So they're not solely practicing. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, they, they, it's hard to be that creative when they're not working on it. Yeah, those, those dudes will literally just go into the gym and just try this dunk, like, a hundred times in a row. Oh, yeah. And they just the camera. Then they get the one where, you, where they make it, and that's what they post. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, you don't understand that they're just putting hours and hours on that to just dunking, whereas, like you said, the NBA players actually have to do their skills. Work on their skills, yeah. yeah. And then they get, you know, they get, want to do the dunk competition, and then they work on it for a little bit, but not their primary focus. Yeah, they might spend five minutes after practice to try and throw a couple things down, yeah. but that's it. <laughs> they're not wasting too much time on it, and they shouldn't. But I enjoyed it. It was, it was all right. It was all right. I did. I did actually enjoy the game. It wasn't very competitive. 
especially not compared to last year. But I still like the format, the new scoring format. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I love Damian Lillard's one of my favorite players. Steph Curry is one of my favorite players. Giannis obviously was awesome. And just watching them just do their thing and just be like, oh, you did that? I'll do this. You did that? I'll do this. I mm-hmm. thought that was awesome. Yeah, Dame versus Steph, even though they're on the same team. That was like the best matchup. It really was. I mean, yeah, Team Durant obviously was <laughs> kind of screwed from the get-go. Uh, but Team LeBron, they were just, they were, they were honestly toying with them. They were playing with their food. LeBron didn't even play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, like Team Durant, you know, they were, you know, one's really like trying too hard in the All-Star game, but, you know, the shots they were taking, they were like, you know, good shots or whatever, like shots you would normally take. And then you got Team LeBron, that's, they were like pulling up, yeah, pulling pulling up, up from court. half, like, yeah, just consistently, like all the time. And they were throwing, I mean, they were like throwing like lobs off the ground. They were just, Giannis going 16 of 16. They were toying. <laughs> he with banged them. two threes. Yeah. <laughs> that last one, I was just, no. I did, I did too. Right I straight in. up yelled it. I was like, no. Was like, no way he just banged both of those. Yeah. Really. It looked like he purposely did it because he did it a second time. Dude, maybe he should just start doing that from now on. Three for three in the All Star game? I mean, come on. I mean, it's not like he's, he's getting the same looks in real games. Bank that in, yeah, no? bank that. <laughs> Who cares if it goes in, man? They gotta respect it. Yeah, I mean, you hit a game winner on a bank, you still won the game. You still won the game. You might uh, turn your head and look down, but <laughs> man, nah, bro. Actually, honestly, no, they don't. And then yeah, you make a lucky game winner on the bank, bro, and they still go crazy about it. Or they're like, they'll like give you that mean mug, like they do with the Derrick Rose, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would always make, that made me so mad. He's, Thanks in a freaking game winner on accident. Yeah, the he- okay. the heave, bro. When they just heave it, yeah. those bother me. But Giannis, full permission to go for it. Yeah, Bank I'm, everything. I love watching Giannis in the All Star game. I think it's cool because he's like, obviously back to back MVPs, and he's like a leader of the league, and he could be a potential face of the league going forward. And I think it's cool because he really try, like he goes hard in every All Star game. Mm-hmm. And I think for the young guys that are there to see that, I think it'll like help them like up the intensity of these all-star games this year it was different obviously a lot of players didn't want to go they didn't think there should be an all-star game so they didn't, it wasn't as competitive as last year or some years have been but i think seeing Giannis do that is i think it'll kind of steer them in the right direction to be more competitive with it yeah he's always done that too mm-hmm. like what was it, a few years ago when he literally like dunked on curry like <laughs> on curry like, like that was bad and then man. He, like, the next next yeah. play he laid on the ground i would too bro <laughs> clear out Giannis is coming in that hard. I ain't trying to get no hurt in the All Star. Get out of here. <laughs> no, it's good. You see what uh, what Paul George said? Finally, retracted his uh, his statement that like, it's about a bad time. Shot. I was I was dying. Like what? Did you have to see it firsthand again? You saw it already. <laughs> you were the closest one. He's like, yeah, I get why people criticize me for that. I'm like, yeah, that's like his range. Paul Dame <laughs> range for a reason. Yeah. Logo Lillard. Bad shot for you doesn't mean bad shot for him. Exactly. <laughs> I like that we got the. It was the smallest glimpse of LeBron and Steph on the same team. But there was one of the plays where LeBron, he drove down, and he just whips it back out up to the top where Curry is. Deep ass three splashes it. And I'm like, man, could you imagine? Just, it'd be, that would be the best team ever assembled. Doesn't even matter who the rest of the team is. Just them two. Just LeBron and Steph. Bums. Just pick, like, high school players. You think they'd win? It wouldn't wouldn't matter. They would be actually disgusting together. It'd be so ridiculous. LeBron and, like, any, like top tier point guard is ridiculous like he, he just he compliments point guards really well and i'm kind of i was like i'm surprised that the lakers haven't gotten like an, or they got schroeder this year obviously but i'm tried i'm surprised they didn't have someone like before that like when they got rid of lonzo i guess they were placing with rondo steph curry free agent 2022 it's kind of far away is that that's next year well that's after next year yeah bron's old man bron's playing till 45 like brady there ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way Curry's leaving Golden State, bro. No, probably no. Nah. Plus, Clay Thompson's coming back. I want to see Dame and Steph on a team too, because that was that was crazy too. Yeah, they really did take over. They if, made they 100% made the game fun. If you had Dame and Steph on a team, you wouldn't even as long you just fill out your guys with, with defenders. The rest of your roster, and that's a nasty. You can't. They're gonna score 150 points a game. You could just have them stand like one like left side of like that like right in front of half court, one right side. You know how they bring those double teams? They just throw it to the other one just pull from that even if they don't they just toss it down low to the wide open guy for a dunk yeah Yeah, those guys are just electric to watch yeah and it's no one else no one else really had no one else has that range and that consistency and i wish i I wish because after the game a lot of people like people were obviously talking about steph curry which rightfully so i wish they would have talked more about dame too i don't like he doesn't get as much of the publicity as he should 
Like, I feel like some casual fans could have been watching that and been like, man, who's this guy? I've never really, I've never really watched him before that much. And I'm like, they're, he's, he's just as crazy, you know? Yeah, they, connect. I think he kind of suffers from not being first like Steph was because yeah. Steph literally changed it. <laughs> it's just crazy. All right, so I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about a uh, with the, the with these players? And you know, we see Steph and Steph and Dame, you know, backing up, extending their range. Obviously, that's going to influence younger guys, and it already has started to. Oh yeah. How do you feel about a four point line? For so, I don't I don't like it at all. Every time they bring it up, I don't like it. I don't know I don't know why. I just I don't know. I feel like it would just completely eliminate any inside game. Or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why. I, I, the idea of it, I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> no. Because I mean, already these all these guys are coming out and shooting more, and so like mid range game and stuff like that isn't as prevalent as it was. Mm-hmm. And if they did a four point line, you'd have no reason to try and go score inside. You just pull up from three or four. So I don't. Do you do you like it? Uh personally, I I I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. But I was kind of thinking. And, you know, back in the day, a lot of people didn't like the invention of the three-point line. And, yeah. and, then, and then even though it came out and people were, you know, they're not, they weren't shooting threes as crazy as they are today. Obviously, it's just, you know, it's grown over time. Uh, but there's still people now, they're like, oh, the three-point has ruined the game and three-point has ruined the game. And, you know, that, 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 those are like, those are kind of old heads. Yeah. Those are old heads that think that. Is that what we're going to look is that, like? Is that us? Are we going to be those old heads? Hey, okay, you hit a, you hit a four-pointer. What do you, what's the celebration? Four. Oh, it's just not as cool as this. <laughs> I don't know. Throw, throw <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and so, like, in that's a your biggest argument. No, I was just thinking of that. The players like, will not be able to celebrate yeah, a four pointer right. It should not be in the game. That just popped in my head. I'm like, oh, that's not a I don't like that. <laughs> so, like, they, it's all because obviously you can't have a corner four pointer. Yeah. So it'd be like just a straight up line. It'd probably uh, curve it a little bit. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. I think. I, I think it's cool now where it is, because they still have to come out and guard them that deep mm-hmm. without. Because that obviously, if there was a four point play, they'd have to do that anyway. But with the three point line, they're still coming out and grabbing them, so they can still get by them and go to the lane or do a mid range. But a four point play would just. They would be so much more focused on that because it's literally worth double anything inside, and it would kind of. I don't know. It stretches the game out. We could be a like let me see some some five point plays. Imagine being up by five and it be, it's a one possession game. That's disgusting. Technically speaking, that is disgusting. Yeah, that sounds crazy to me. That's why I don't like it. Cause, yeah. Because if you you know you, you earn you earn a healthy lead or you're anything up twenty like that. points and you're only up by four possessions or five <laughs> possessions. Well, that's insane. Yeah, technically, yeah, that's what's crazy about it. So you, like, it's it's just it chips away at those at like a healthy lead. And I think I think when the game comes down to it. Every every point matters and everything like that. And you know, imagine you, you grind out and you get you know you get yourself a nasty mid range shot and you get yourself a you know you get yourself open drive lane make a bucket and someone just comes out and just launches one from half court. That suck. Yeah. Feels bad. So <laughs> they get an animal one too with how much the refs are calling fouls. Yeah, we're like you're up by three and they just heave it full court and they make it and that's game. You win. <laughs> On a fluke, fluke full court thing, you just got four points for that crap. <laughs> what? I mean, that, but that could happen now, technically. If you're up by two and someone heaves a full court, and a lot of games do come down to that. Yeah, but it's only three, not like four. I don't. Maybe we are just gonna be the old heads. Be old heads, bro. But I just, Those guys. I, I really don't like it. Cause it's, it's double the amount of points as a layup or like a dunk or something, and I, I don't like that. The three, the two to three. Threes are obviously, like, big time in the scoring, and it's, like, still hard to overcome that. But if you hit, start hitting four-pointers and, like, you don't have great shooters on your team, mm. then you have literally no shot. You have to make twice as many shots yeah. to beat a team like that. Yeah. I was thinking about – I was thinking, like, maybe they could do something else sort of with it. Um, like, so potentially if they – let's say they do have a, a four-point line – and you make you make that shot from that deep. So like, what if it was something like, so you make the shot from that deep, you get three points, and then you have like an opportunity at a free throw. But I, that would also I would obviously slow down the game a lot because you'd be taking those free yeah. throws. But what if you did them at the end of the quarter? But then I thought that would kind of fuck up the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
That'd be weird. That would be. Yeah, I was. I was just trying to think. I was just trying. I didn't like put too much thought into it. I was just trying to think of something different because I'm really not too big a fan of the four point line. Yeah. But it, it, honestly, I almost. I I think it's almost something that's going to be inevitable. The NBA is just. They're just all offense. They will do anything to see more points on the board. That's yeah, that's how it goes. That's part of my refs thing too. Is the rules a little bit? You. But you're wait, you're blaming the refs for no. more points being on the board. No, it will kind of. We'll get into it. I don't when do you want to get into it? Let's get into it now, bro. We can get into it now. Let's talk basketball. All right. So, oh my I God, I, I this all this is all me about talking about refs. Jesus, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. But refs deserve respect. I'm gonna start there. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that before you go no. on a tangent. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I think the refs are soft. They're little babies, and they're throwing out technicals left and right. And they're the, okay. So there's two parts of this. There's there's the, the technicals and all that, and then there's like the actual foul calls themselves. And on the technical side of things, like I think they have to. I don't think they understand like competition and the emotion of the game. You get fired up and you you're gonna talk some trash and do all this. You're not like maliciously doing this to like because you hate a person. You know what I mean? Or like oh that's a shitty call. Like you're gonna tell me I'm gonna get kicked out of a game because I cussed at you in the heat of a battle and something all these players they work their entire lives all the time working super hard to be this good in this in this league and they're competing against other people who are the same way things are going to get heated sometimes but if a guy dunks on another guy and he stares him down that's a technical like it, it, they're fired up like let them let them be like you got to understand that i think and they got to not take it when when you you make a bad call or even if it's not a bad call and the guy thinks it is cuz no one's ever committed a foul in NBA history, according to a player. But it's like they're gonna talk. They're gonna. They're gonna. They might yell at you a little bit, but it's it's your job. Like, like you just gotta take it. I feel like like if I'm a like a TV partner of the NBA, like a TNT or ESPN or whatever, and I'm watching a couple days ago or last week, Lakers Suns, Devin Booker's balling out, and it's like a good game, and he gets he gets a double tech. I don't even know what he did. I know what he did. No, he he said something to a ref. But we have no idea. It wasn't like he screamed it. And then he bounced a ball with some velocity to a ref. He bounced He bounced it. He didn't throw it at him. He bounced it at him. And he threw him out. You know how mad I'd be if I'm ESPN or whoever, whatever that game was on, and Devin Booker gets thrown out before the half or right after halftime in this game where he's going off? And that's like one of the young stars in the league. A lot of people are probably like, I don't even want to watch this game anymore. And it's like, it happened to somebody else too where they – the dude was kind of far away, the ref, and he bounced the ball a little hard at him. Sort of hard. Like J.J. Reddick? Was it J.J.? He did, like, a spin. Yeah, it was J.J. Reddick. I'm like, dude, how are you going to throw a guy out for that? Like, he's upset. He just bounced the ball. You're, it's fine. Like, it, he's... That one was soft. I will agree. You, you think that one was softer than Devin Booker's? Devin Booker threw some attitude on that ball. Oh, my God. <laughs> he bounced. He said... Bounce it. You're close, man. Oh, oh no. Look, all right. So, here's the thing. Refs, no, no, I'll, I'll start with the players. Um, players basically are just griping at these refs on every call. That's another every yes. single one. And so when you're, if you're fucking, if you're in my ear, like, and if you're being polite about it, whatever. If you're not, you know, yelling at me, not cussing at me, but if you're like in my ear, yelling at me, telling me I did something wrong every single possession. You're obviously going to be a little bit irritated, yeah. and we act like refs don't have feelings, so you're obviously going to be a little bit irritated, and then you do some stupid shit like, you know, obviously it is it is kind of it is soft to, to bounce a ball to bounce a ball a little bit hard, but like you're doing all that shit, and then you're gonna you're gonna disrespect me again and like all that. It's the the refs are getting so much hate, and there's so much that a ref has to do. There's so much they change the rules like nightly. Okay, as far as that, I do like. I, the, like it is, the players do have are a part of the problem. Huge part. They are a part of the problem. But I just, I think. So I think that they are just being too sensitive with, with it. Like, it's your job to. It's literally, it's literally their job. They're getting paid six figures to do, and is to call the game right, and make sure the game is played right. But when you're throwing dudes out, be, for like stupid stuff. Like I, I, it's I don't think you're doing your job right. Like you got you got to know you're gonna get some, you know, complaining towards you. Now I think they need to tone it way down 
like the players they do complain every play all the time mm-hmm. and that's part the, the refs this is going more to like the actual calls themselves it's kind of, it's it's a little bit their fault because they're calling every they call all kinds of dumb little fouls they're like the smallest stuff they're calling fouls and i don't know if that's their fault or if that's what the, the league wants that's what i was gonna say i don't know if it's their fault or it's the league's rules but i think if it's the rules they have to change them like i think if an offensive player is seeking out contact it should almost be impossible that the defender is getting called for a foul mm-hmm. like unless obviously they like smack them on like a post up or something but like if a dude jumps like pump fakes and jumps and you jump and try to make contact there's no there should be zero possibility that's a foul on the defender yeah especially when they jump they when they jump forward into them like if you jump and it's your normal jump shot and they still hit you fine or like if you jump forward a little bit but they they're like will lean and then like jump like three feet sideways to try and draw the foul i think that's so ridiculous and then they'll be like they'll cross and then they'll be kind of going and then like they bump your body and you get called for the foul. Yeah. Like because you're not perfectly in center of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's it makes it impossible to play defense. Or uh, Joel Embiid's backing you down. The dude, he's a big dude, <laughs> and you you give him a little bit back and it's a foul. Yeah. It's I it's ridiculous. It, and or if you're standing straight up, they hit you square in the chest, <laughs> and then you go like this because you just got bopped in the chest by a 250 pound man. You get called for a foul because you you weren't straight up. I'm yep. like, I think they gotta they have to do something with the rules to fix defense is damn near impossible. Right. It, it sucks. Which that that part isn't even necessarily the refs' fault. That's the rules' fault. Which they need to fix that. So they need to fix that part of the rules. Um, players going players need to and that that's the thing. I'm going back to like the, the Devin Booker thing and the little you know the the bounce the, with the toot little little, little toot spice on it. little yeah little spice on it. Um, <laughs> he deserves that technical because you do not take it out on the ref. I think players, if you want to, if players, if you dunk on a player and you want to, you want to yell at them, you want to yell and one on their face, or you want to, you know, stare them down. That's fine. Go at each other all you want. And I think that's great. But the issue is a lot of these players are like, they're just, they're friends now and they're taking this anger and directing it straight towards the refs. So and the refs, if you are, if you're taking your energy out, Straight to a ref, and you're you're gonna do something stupid to them. You deserve right away. I, I, I don't care how small getting, it is. Yeah, but if they're making horrible calls, like there's they're the reason you're mad. You know what I mean? Like if they're if they're calling stupid fouls on little tiny things every time, or they're not calling you, and you're getting hacked, it's just like uh, you're frustrated, and so you you bounce a ball at a guy. You didn't fight. You didn't punch him. You just you're upset. You're mad. It's, but that's the thing is everything is a horrible call. That's that's how that's how these players are taking it. That every call that they don't get is a horrible call. Or every call against them, horrible call. And it's and also it's, that's I, the thing is that they, no player ever thinks they've ever fouled. I think they get mad at the refs too because they have like the refs have no accountability. Like they have yeah, that part needs to be fixed. They don't have like a fine or they don't have some sort of penalty for making really bad calls, yeah. which they do often, all the time. Mm-hmm. I think there's got to be something for that because a player says, "Oh, this ref made a bad call." If he literally just says that. And you go to the replay, and he made a bad call. Mm-hmm. The, the guy's getting fined for saying that, but yeah. not the ref who literally could. Like last year, what was it Jazz and Blazers? That goaltend, that one game that cost the Blazers, that could have been. They could have missed the playoffs because of that, because yeah. of a horrible call. And it's like they really almost did. I know, and it's like they didn't get any punishment for that. And it's like they're making a lot of money. Like it's not like they're just volunteers doing this. Like mm-hmm. they're making upwards of two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. which is insane. So I think there's got to be something that holds them accountable, and I think I, I think they I don't know if they do this or not, but like like the players union or whatever, I think they them and the refs should like work together and like you know talk like talk like oh when this happens like we don't like this shouldn't be a foul or this shouldn't be a foul or well I'm sure they do I mean that they they do it mid game. Like mid play. No, but I mean like 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 in a not during the game, but like yeah. off season or something. Just kind of work on it, work on the rules and like what they're looking for in these fouls or what the players are like. Oh, if this if he does this, that's not a foul. I don't know exactly how to do it. There's smarter people than me that could probably figure this out. But I think there should be something where the players and the refs can work together to where it's not as bad to watch. Like mm-hmm. this season especially, like you'll be watching a game and they. There's just no flow to it because they're calling all these fouls, like ticky tack stuff all over the place. It's just it kind of it ruins the flow of the game, which 
there's the rule. It's partly the rules, par- partly the refs, and then partly the players complaining about fouls. Mm-hmm. But I also another thing that ruins the flow is the replays. They do. They waste all this time on replay, and they get the call wrong half the time anyway. <laughs> I think they really need to scrap the replay, except for like stuff for like, oh, was his foot on the line for that three? Mm-hmm. Except for like the last maybe the last two minutes of the game, because like you'll be watching a game, and they'll call a foul on a like a semi-fast break, and it goes to a replay for a clear path. And it's like, it happens multiple times again. I'm like, what are we even, re- why are we replaying this? There's a dude right there. It's not a clear path. Like, yeah. And they just review stuff like that all the time. Ruins the flow of the game. But it's like, it kind of gives them a bailout too to make bad calls. So I, there's a lot of things they could work yeah. on, I think. The, the, so the, big, the biggest issue with replays is that um, is that they only get one no matter what. I think if you, I think if your, if your challenge is successful, I think you should get another one because what happens is they'll save their challenge until like the last like four minutes or so, obviously because that's when the game's coming down to crunch time, mm-hmm. and then you'll say they get to like two minutes and there's, you know, they'll they'll just challenge something random that's like not even like it's not even like a like really that controversial. They'll just challenge it because you know it's a free timeout or whatever anything like that, and they have the challenge to waste, so they just they just give it a shot, and then something literally thirty seconds later will happen that was like way worse yeah. <laughs> that like is, is they made a horrible call and that actually needs to be reviewed but then they can't review it so yeah. that that's a large issue i got four things that would easily fix what's going on with the refs which is i agree the refs need to have more accountability i don't know if it necessarily it comes in a fine but i think more in i guess in the sense of like a bonusing structure and not necessarily finding them for being worse but rewarding them for being better that would be a good idea. Yeah, right. so that way they could be better. Um, the players... Uh, oh, okay, no, that's first. The The rules need to be fixed so that not everything is so based on just the offensive player. And like the you're offensive. allowed to play defense. Yeah, they, that, there's, a, there's a thousand ways to play offense. There's one way to play defense. That's not fair. Yeah, and okay. they need to fix that. And they also need to make it so that, like, when you're an offensive player and you're going, like, completely out of your way to try and draw a foul... That needs to be an or that needs to be an offensive foul. That that's what dude, because I'm, it's oh, you, they always talk about player safety and all that. But why are you jumping? Why are you putting your full force jumping into a player that's in the air to create contact? Is that the same thing as a defender jumping into you and landing under you? One thousand percent agree. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. So they need to fix that. Um, the refs do need to grow up a bit as far as again, if, if you're going to challenge a ref and you know take your anger out on them, that's a different story. But there's a lot of times where players will be conversing with each other, or yelling at each other, or whatever. That's just that's just players. Yeah, players. The tra- they gotta let them trash talk. Yeah, like, let them. Yeah, let the players do their thing. And if you're gonna come out a ref and then start doing some stupid shit, then you deserve the tech. But let the players do the player do their thing against each other. As long as they're not actually fighting, it's a different story. Yeah. Um. What was the fourth thing? Oh, players need to grow up. Fair. They need to stop crying on every single possession. Every every single thing is a foul, and that's that, a bit of that is is the ruling and how they've been getting treated, and they're you know they're used to getting these ridiculous fouls that aren't fouls because of how it's been. So I think it's part it's probably partly like as they these young especially the younger guys are like the stars as kids, and they probably get every call at their AAU tournaments or their high school, and they, they then they st- they're not getting as many in the NBA because they're not they're not the sole star anymore, mm-hmm. and it's like they want to complain about it, but it's like. You can't be complaining every time yep. anything happens. Every every like if you're if you're going to them every episode, like dude, you foul. You are a human being. Absolutely. You foul yes. sometimes. Yeah, and, and you sometimes, don't get fouled every time you drive. Yeah, and sometimes someone can guard you. Sometimes they made a good play on you. Yeah, and you if you People think for some, if you think for some reason that you are literally that like you need to make a hundred percent of your shots, I don't know. You're wrong. Yeah, I, yeah. It's just it's it's one of those things that's just it's a little ridiculous. But a lot to be fixed around the rest. It is becoming a it's becoming a growing problem, so they'll work on it soon. Um, but I it's I think it's wrong to put all the hate on the refs. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's, it's a lot. Of, there's just there's so many more things that go into it, and I don't know, man. I I, I had a different outlook when um, the NBA or I don't know if the NBA, but they made like they made like the referee um, like Instagram page. And it would just show like who's refereeing tonight's games, and like oh, you, it dude. just, it just, it, it, no, no, it was good because it reminded you that these refs are human. And it was oh. like it was, it would like, it would like, they would like post, they would like say like, oh, these three are the are ref in the the Lakers Nets game tonight, and it's just, it would just be pictures of the refs and just smiling. Like we need to be reminded that they are human beings. Okay, I agree. Okay, 
But that that page also, like they'll make a horrendous call, yeah. and then they they defend them, and they they say, oh no, this is actually what should have. I'm like, no, this was a bad call. It was the wrong call. I don't care what you say, it's wrong. That's the Twitter. I think you talk about the Twitter page. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. The Instagram page is different. Instagram page is literally just pictures of just refs smiling, and it just brings joy to my heart. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think something that might also help the, the refs get a little less hate is stop going to the stupid rules analyst. Cause, dude, Steve Javi or whatever. Dude, I cannot stand it. Any t- the ref, they side with the ref every time, even when they're wrong. It's like, so not only is he wrong, but you're backing up because he's wrong. And I'm pretty sure if you didn't see what he called, you would have said differently. But because he called that, you have to side with him now. Yeah. And now I'm just like, you're an idiot. They're idiots. I mean, get <laughs> that off, fool get is off the so court. biased. Call your own foul. So biased. I cannot stand it because every time, dude, you, like it'll be the most blatant foul. Never disagree. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you see, the because you know he he, he, was he, he did smack there. him on the forearm. Um, but he got the ball afterwards after he already dropped it. So, realistically, he got ball. No, shut up. And where he's standing, he Be can't honest. really see it. Yeah. So, he made the right call. I'm like, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> I don't care what you say. They do that in football, too. And it, I I think the idea behind it might have been good at the time. But mm-hmm. in execution, it just is the worst thing yeah. ever. And, like, I get it. It, it is. It was, it's, another, it's one of those things to support the refs a little bit. And the rest are under a lot of scrutiny because of the instant replays, but don't come out and blatantly lie, man. Yeah, like, we I, can tell. Like, come on. And then, but uh, you, people just go back and forth. Because, I mean, you'll see that, you'll see people, you know, they're calling, they're like, oh, the rest are soft, refs are ruining the game. They call tiki tacky fouls. But then when it's your player that gets, like, they get their forearm hair brushed, they're like, oh, clear contact. Yeah, they, that needs to be a foul. And then, like, pe- people are, like, all, like, asking for fouls at the same time of telling the rest to stop calling fouls. Uh, I think also uh, part of that is like they'll see a guy get a little ticky tack foul, and then their guy will get the same thing, and they don't call it. And it's like, well, he called it for him. It's really inconsistent a lot of the times, which is it's the ref's fault partially, but also the rules because they're having a hard time understanding what what's actually foul and what's not. Sometimes I feel like it's yeah. There's just because I mean basically it would be hard to call with. Like you said, there's a million ways to play offense and one way to play defense. Like, mm-hmm. they, like, oh, did he meet that criteria this time? It kind of looked the same as that one, but I don't know. Mm. A lot of it, a lot of it, so much of it just goes to credit of who they, of who's a good defender and who's not, because there's so many judgment calls that they have to make, and if it's you know. If it's some guy that's not really too hurt, not not very hurt, or even if it's like a guy that's not like very good on defense. And he makes a good play, they'll still get called for the foul for it. Yeah. And it's just because you know they don't expect that player to make a good play. Which and is, I, I wish they would stop expecting and just watch. And if it's not like an obvious foul or like like just a a blatant foul, like there shouldn't be as many calls. Like call it more like a playoff game all the time. But they have different refs in playoffs. They pick the best the best refs. No, that's true. So, but I just uh, just watching. And they've been really bad recently with the end of games. Like, they'll be calling fouls on game-winning shots. Like, that never used to happen. Like, you would mm-hmm. never see that. Like, I think the uh, – was it the Heat were playing somebody and Jimmy Butler won the game on some free throws? Yeah. Like, you never see that. And mm-hmm. they're starting to call it all the time because it's the last minute or so. You get to play a little bit up and better defense. Like, you don't get to get bailed out with calls as much. Yeah. And they've been calling that a lot more up too. And I'm just like, man, I don't – we don't want to watch this <laughs> yeah. when the ref decides the game down the stretch, you know? Yeah. First things first, I think there needs to be a rule change, but oh, yeah. there's just there's there's a lot that goes into it. Um, enough ref talk? Yeah. They've, they've gotten enough hate. Everyone else is hating on them as is. Like uh, I said, that, was, that was a good little, like, hate and understanding talk. I, I try and understand the refs. I feel you guys. It's a hard job. I think they need more refs. They only have three. Yeah, I think they just like like they say, they, uh, a lot of the angles are, are hard to see. No, I think they need. I I, I think um, that's just more ways to. That's just more people that can mess up. No, I I would say I, I think they need they need more refs and only certain refs in certain positions can can make can make a okay, call. Yeah, because you see the dude down there make a call on a guy yes. over here and you're like, how did you even yeah, see that? Yeah, so the guy that's four feet away and then he has to come and like override and say no 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 like I I saw that why would you make that call when yeah. I'm right here? So I think all you know. They need to get maybe maybe a fourth ref so they can get more positions so they can see more things and you know you could only make the call based on your position based on where you're at on certain That's things. Not, I would, okay. Get the refs more help. Yeah. 
Yeah, and just to, just so they're all focused on just one spot. Right. And that's only the call they can make. Yeah, Shit, man, get five refs. Just have each of them watch each matchup. That would not. That's not a terrible. <laughs> I mean, what NBA? Y'all got money to spare? Come on, yeah, for real. <laughs> What's plus two more salaries? <laughs> y'all got money to blow. Don't even act like you don't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got a few different things. All right. Enough ref talk. Enough ref talk. Sorry, refs. We're looking at the back half of the season. A lot of, every season, something crazy happens. Some some team or some player or someone takes off and just lights out the second half of the season. A lot of times they end up not making it, not even making playoffs because the first half, obviously both half of the seasons matter. But do you have any predictions on uh, anything crazy that you you might see going into the next season? I think the Heat probably going to be. Four or five seed in the in the East for mm-hmm. sure because they're they've been tearing it up. The Mavs they they were tearing it up towards right before the All Star break and they're starting to look better and Luca's going off so they might make a move. But I maybe 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 Curry's gonna ride this momentum and get the Warriors you know up there middle middle seed in the West. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I the, I feel like the Jazz might fall off a little bit. It's hard to say that they that they won't because they were already they, they were, were so hot. Yeah, I mean you're not gonna stay like that forever. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans have been their their defense been getting a little bit better and they've been playing pretty good lately. So we we could maybe see some Zion in the playoffs, or at least in the playing game. I think. Is it the same format as last year? I think it's. Okay, so I think it's seven and eight. Play each other. And the winner gets in, and then the loser. Plays nine eight winner so nine or nine ten play each other. Okay. And the winner of nine ten has to beat the winner of seven eight twice, and the winner of, or the loser of seven eight only has to beat them once. Okay. Yeah. It's a little weird. Yeah, no, it's it's weird and it's new, but I mean, it's been a weird last year, so I mean. It kind of sucks. I feel like you should leave seven out of it. I agree with eight. I think that last spot should be up for grabs, but. I don't know, cause I mean, you look at the West, it's like. You got so many good teams. It's like you kind of want to see all these teams. Yeah, the East, my, you the East, the East you're like, like, I don't want to see any of these. <laughs> I want the Wizards in here, yeah. the Pistons or something. God. Oh, did we talk about Blake Griffin? No. That's. What, what do you think? <sighs> all right. I, I'm I'm excited for the annual thing that's going to happen that happens every year, and they hype up a team and all their players. Like oh, like last year was the Clippers. Oh man, they have the best defenders in the league. They're gonna play such a good defense. No one can guard them either because they got Kawhi and Paul George and Lou Will and they got all these dudes. And then come playoffs, they lose. And you know the Lakers and LeBron win the championship. And then they do the thing where oh, they had an easy path. The the Clippers weren't that good. They didn't have the right chemistry. Oh, the Blazers before the game before the series. Oh, this is the best eight seed in history. They could have been like a three seed if they were healthy. They were the best eight seed in history. Oh, okay. You say yeah. You say that, and I agree. And then, but then they they lose, and it's like, oh, man, they really shouldn't have even made the playoffs. They weren't really that good. <laughs> and it happens every year with LeBron. It, whatever LeBron does, it it it's oh he can't beat this team. They're too good. They got all these dudes, and then he beats them, and then it's like, oh they weren't that good. So I think I really think that's what's gonna happen with the Nets is they're they're gonna lose to the Sixers. Or to the Lakers in the playoffs, and it's going to be like, well, Katie Harden and Kyrie didn't play together very many games, so they couldn't really work on their chemistry. You know, Blake Griffin's washed. He wasn't very good either. He was—he's only good because of Chris Paul. That's what they're going to say. But right now, they're going to be like, oh, Blake Griffin. They're going to have four dudes scoring 25 points a game. <laughs> Blake Griffin's the freaking elite player, and it's like, this isn't going to take the Nets to some new realm of what they are. I think. The Nets have one huge hole in their team, and it's defense. And they just got a guy who doesn't play any defense. So I mean, yep, that's exactly what I was gonna say. They're about the same. I think Blake Griffin. I I think the Pistons obviously like held him down, and Blake Griffin's play style obviously changed. And it's, I mean, a lot of it has to go with you know how the team the team built around you, um, which isn't really too much of a team. And then, but I think Blake Griffin can still be an, an an effective player, an absolutely effective player. I don't think he's what the Nets needed. I, they have more than enough offense. 
They have more than enough offense. I wanted to see Blake Griffin go almost almost anywhere else because I want to see him on any sort of contender where he can, you know, step in, make a big difference, and you know, actually help the team. I mean, I think he's still a good. He's still a. a, a he's going to help the Nets. Obviously, it's a positive for them, but they still lack defense. And the biggest thing for the Nets that comes down to is just fit. So it's I don't, all going to be about fit. I, I don't. I don't. It might almost be a negative that they got him because they had the. Bruce Brown, uh, Jeff Green, and Joe Harris, and th- those guys—they're they're role players that people thought weren't going to be very good. They're playing really well, and they're—it's like Jeff Green's like their best defender, like because I mean they don't have great defenders, and he's you know he's making a hu- bunch of hustle plays and all this, and I feel like Blake Griffin's going to take time and flow away mm-hmm. from how they were playing because the Nets were clicking right now like really well with their role players, and so I feel like he's going to kind of take away from them, and I don't I don't know if that's a good thing. But I don't know. I also heard Allen Robinson, the Bears receiver, said he has sources that Drummond's going to go to the Nets, which was the weirdest thing. I've, I don't know why an NFL receiver was like, yeah, he's going here, but that's what he said. Maybe they're friends, man. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Andre Drummond, I uh, I, wanted, I wanted him to go to the Blazers, actually, um, just because, obviously, uh, Yusuf Nurkic is out. But, honestly, he, he's, been, he's been hurt so much. And it seems like he can never get back into a rhythm yeah. when he does play. It almost feels like the Blazers have kind of they've gotten so used to playing without him that when they do play with him, he he feels sort of out of the mix. And I love Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah. I think he, and I think he should still stay on the team, but I think it wouldn't hurt them to get another big man. They need they need a better they need a better defensive big man. Yeah, exactly. And because I mean, Ennis Cantor is a, is a really good big man as well. But yeah, a little bit more of a defensive one and a rebounder. Ennis Cantor, Ennis Cantor is an amazing rebounder. Offensive rebounds Offensive. off the chain. Dude, I don't know how he does it. Dude absorbs them. They just they go just, to him. I don't yeah. know. It's insane to watch. It's like 2K, right? When it bounces out and it goes right to the right, it always goes to Ennis Cantor. And that's Drummond, but with all the rebounds. Like I watch him, and somehow he just gets every rebound. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how, how, what? How is this bouncing to him every time? Mm-hmm. So. But there's a few places he could land. I think that'll be interesting. Um, I don't. It's it's really like I said. It's really so hard for me to even comment on the Nets because it's so much about fit and they haven't played. And that's what I was talking about last time. I was like, the like at some point they need to just lock in, get their roster, get their rotation, and go with it. Because it's just like the Clippers. The Clippers last year were the same thing where they didn't play together. Yeah. They didn't have as much talent, but it's still they didn't get to play together. Well, even so still, the, the clip well. like the Clippers' main pieces, they played. They they played together. It was just they, <laughs> the, like they, the whole lineup. Well, no, they they, they were they were tired in the playoffs. Is what came because they had never played more than four games in a row. Paul George and, yeah, that's and true. Kawhi. That's really true. Kind of the same thing with the Nets. Someone's always taking a night off. It seems so. They one they got to get that. I'm not doubting that um, any of them are. I guess are not going to be in like playoff shape because um, James James Harden's always going to be in that shape. More, I guess not really not really so much KD, but Kyrie kind of. Wish washy, he's a little bit injury prone, and he has, you know, he's, so he's, he's got still like a something going he's on. Got something weird going yeah. on all the time. I don't know. It's just that, too much to go there. Um, I do. Who was I looking at? I do have one team that I think is, oh, the Kings. I think the Kings are gonna be. I think the teams, are, the Kings are gonna be a really, really big second half of the season team. I think they'll still fall short of playoffs though, because the one they're they're pretty far back and i don't think what they'll do is going to be enough but the emerge i think De'Aaron fox is De'Aaron fox is it he's clutch in 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 four years De'Aaron fox is going to be the best point guard in the league do you you watch the blazers king game like right before the all-star break yeah that was insane dude. he was going neck and neck with name mm-hmm. like and he was unstoppable you couldn't stop him he's too fast and he's got too many moves it was just like mm-hmm. it was incredible to watch yeah and he's he, he's he's a He's incredibly fast. He's incredibly athletic, and you know his shot is becoming better. He's learning the game, everything like that. He's he's super young. He's you think he just turned twenty three. Yeah, that's insane. so you know on that Jason Tatum level of. Uh, of should have got Mike Conley's spot in the All Star game. Just saying. Yeah, there's a few players but, that, but that should have. Conley got his reward, you know, being. I love player. Mike Conley, but yeah. not this year. I feel like there's a few others you could have made an argument with Mike Conley, but I guess you know the Jazz when you get the one seed, you kind of you're yeah. in the right. Now that you mention it, there's another team that I'm looking at the standings. I think the Wizards are going to make a little bit of a push. Yeah. I think Westbrook has been playing really well. He's he's been being like I've seen him. He's just been controlling games really. And obviously Bradley Beal's also been going off. And I think they're starting to 
get it together and mesh a lot better, and they they look good. Yeah, they look better. And they could easily make the playoffs in the East because Especially the East. East is not. You don't need as good of a record in the East to make playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, they could definitely do something. They'll probably end up getting you know bounce in the first round or something like that because they'll yeah. go against a top tier East team. Yeah. But I can see them making a push though. Well, God, can we just get playoffs already, man? I'm excited. I, know. I just want playoffs like right now. I just I want to see the Nets. I just want to see the Nets actually play. They just they 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 they've, they've added more pieces and they've played games together. <laughs> they just keep adding dudes, <laughs> and it's like, okay, you got Roberson and Shumpert and Griffin. They've never played. Like, you guys got to get something figured out. Yeah. But I mean, they're winning games, so. I don't know. I don't know. Talent will take you so far. It'll be fun. So we got the NBA resumed tonight, right? Or is it tomorrow night? Wednesday. Well, I don't know. Wednesday, I believe it is. No, it resumes. I thought today was Wednesday. Is it tomorrow or Thursday? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get back to it. Anything else you want? You got for today? Mm. Oh, I appreciate the dad noises. Nah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, end with just a, <laughs> a quick two-minute debrief of just noises. <laughs> Oh, I, I thought it was funny that uh, Zion looked mad nervous in that game. He's a kid. He couldn't catch a lob to save his life. He was so nervous. I thought it was funny. But him mic'd up. He he, he was uh, he was talking to I think it was Zach, Zach Levine. Levine. He couldn't even like get a full sentence out. He was yeah he was dude had such yeah that he's just like what is he nineteen twenty yeah he's twenty so young. I thought that was funny. You don't look nineteen, bro. <laughs> Oh, that, that he built, bruh. He built like them grown men. A fat boy build. <laughs> I swear to God when I say that, it's not a bad thing. It's really, it's why he's so good. He yeah. just bullies people because he's huge. Yeah, bruh. Go fat boy. All right, anything else? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> End on fat boy. I guess we're ending it. Yeah, ending it on fat boy. Uh, this has been Keeping It 90 Sports. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Apple Music, uh, Apple Music, sorry, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, social medias. Everywhere. Check us out on social medias. Yeah. Good night. <laughs>